I don't know. Actually, yeah. This is picking up. It is. Yeah, oh. keep going. ASMR. Quality. Quality oh, content. Yeah, I mean. Quality content. I got it. I only let you do shit like that because you've been here before. <laughs> Multiple times, actually. Yes. Um, and you know I wouldn't be me if I wasn't me. You feel me? <laughs> but no, you've literally like seen every iteration of this, mm-hmm. <laughs> we we started. I never, I'll never forget actually that night, the the first time we tried to record. When was the first time? We, I don't remember the first time. It was in the studio that we used to have uh, in the South Bronx. Shout out, um, Core Five. Right, um, right. It was the day. It was either the day of or the day after. They gave New Jersey the the, the curfew because the pandemic was like. Right about to start, like maybe the week I vaguely, after. I vaguely remember, remember that. that. I vaguely remember this. You yeah, and Edson yeah. came through, and we were joking about. It. It was like, yo, we gotta, <laughs> we yeah. gotta do this and get y'all back before curfew. I vaguely, yeah, I, I vaguely remember you saying something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. So I was like, right before the pandemic, mm-hmm. and then during the pandemic, we tried it again. Oh, we did it actually. That was in the garage. Right? Yes, that's mm-hmm. when it was you and Edson, mm-hmm. um, at the same time. So I was like, yeah, no, we got to. Now this is part three. Now this is part three. <laughs> and now we're in a church. Yeah. And now we have lights and you're here and you're here mm-hmm. and everyone's here. And sneakers. Yeah. On a speaker. Yeah. Ooh. What, what says hip hop more than sneakers on a speaker? Right? Sneakers on a speaker. <laughs> we can make a jingle out of that. Man. We was making jingles before this. So I was fine. Um, but yeah, no. So. I like I have to refresh myself. I was listening to uh, our episode with Edson earlier. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is what we're not gonna talk about. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to talk, keep talking about the same shit. Look, you gotta send me those videos or the clips. I wanna listen it's, to them. The the one with Edson is up. Like it's up, up. Okay, it's it's on Spotify. Um, the other ones though, those will. Those would be considered like lost episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day for bonus content. <laughs> if we don't have one in the can, we'll, we'll put the old one out. I hear you. Um, but no, but that's what makes this easy. Yeah. Because like, it's funny because the first time, like, yeah, we were cool. And then by the second time, like we had worked out, we had to work together. Right. And now, like, <laughs> I've I've I been in y'all. different states with you. Yeah. I've been <laughs> y'all are practically family now. We've been to Disneyland together. Right. Oh, <laughs> n- not just okay. Don't just say we. You can't over like undershare what we did. Like, we spent a whole fucking day. Yeah. In Disney. But I mean, see, to me, that's normal. So like that's why I'm just like, yeah, we went to Disney. It's not <laughs> what. <laughs> 19 hours at Disneyland. <laughs> it's not normal for legs. I don't I don't I don't do nothing less than rope drop and closing. <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah, know. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, practically family me now. Salute me for Yeah, me. no, we are. Mm-hmm. We are. You you starfished my bed. <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> Big hug. But it's true. You did your your classic. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a starfish, duh. Oh yeah, no. Any bed. <laughs> Basically, if I starfish your bed, you definitely can. <laughs> That's crazy. Starf- if I starfish your bed. If I can comfortably yo. starfish your bed, bro. And for, the, for context, for those who are on camera, starfishing your bed is just going to a bed, jumping out, laying out, and just boom. Jumping on the bed. That's it. That's a starfish. With or without a person in there. It could be either way. Specifically without. Because... <laughs> Damn, I gotta say shit like that, right? <laughs> Context without a person just jumping on the bed because you're tired. That's starfishing. That's that. And starfishing. if I can comfortably do that on your bed, that means you're definitely family. <laughs> so. Was um, right? That was your first the 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 first time we all went to Boston mm-hmm. for Prelude. Mm-hmm. That was your first judging. First time judging, right? Ever. I thought so. What's that like? I feel like there was a, in my head, because I used to dance with Project D, Mm. and being on Project D, you know, I'm surrounded by the community that I'm surrounded with. I'm seeing the things. I'm at the competition, so I'm seeing um, how people are on stage. When it came for me to judge, I haven't been with that scene in Mm -hmm. a while, you know what I'm saying? So... For me to not really be a part of that scene, even though I'm just watching, I'm watching videos and stuff like that, even though I'm not a part of it as much, to, for me to come back to judge it now, it was, it was different because I'm like, oh, snap, now I'm not like, I'm not doing this no more. Now I'm, I'm, I have to like actually see it for myself. Now. Yeah. You know, I have to take out the things that I think are this, I have to judge based on my criteria. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, also, it's pretty fucking different now. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's different from, it's also very different from, like the New Jersey community, like the New England community, mm-hmm. like they're, oh, they're, yeah. they're very like full out, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like versus us, you know, we we have a lot of movement and a lot of moves and, you know, a lot of choreography and stuff like that. So it was definitely different in that sense too. Mm. But, you know, it was, it was fun just being with like Steve and like, you know, everybody at the team and everybody like that. that oh, was, yeah. I think that was the first time like I met Steve too. So it was like, ah. Nah, or yeah. first time we hung out, I should say, yeah, yeah. So I was like, fire. Nah, yeah, that was a good time. Mm-hmm. Been, good they're, time. They're, they're always good times mm-hmm. now. Um, were you, were you a regular judge or were you the, what is it, the foundation judge? I was. I think it was no, Cece was there, so she was the yeah. foundation. Okay, yeah, um, that makes sense. I was the regular judge. Got you, mm-hmm. got you. So when you're, I mean, even though it was your first time. Obviously, uh, Tony gives, like, some sort of criteria, right? Right. What's mm-hmm. that? Mm. So, we base... Uh, for This is for regular judge or for... Yeah. So, we... Everybody, each judge has their own, like, background, their own style, and what they think of everything like that. Mm. But, for the most part, the criteria bases off of, like, I think it's, like, three or four... Three different categories. Mm-hmm. Um, performance, execution, you know what I'm saying? So when we're looking at these dance teams, the rubric that's in front of us has like, you know, what's under performance. So like movement, quality of movement, Mm. like, you know, what's under uh, uh, execution, like musicality Mm. or certain things like that. And then we look at this and like, okay. It's sort of like the rubric that he has sort of like a reminder that we score accordingly based on each, you know, 
category that he has. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Funny enough, as many as many preludes as I've worked now. Shout out to Prelude. Shout out to Tony. Shout Fucking to Tony. love that man. Shout out to Prelude. Um take care of your boy, boy. OD take like Prelude takes care of his people. Just know that. Um Yes. <laughs> every 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 person involved in this mm-hmm. knows for a fact. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, I've never I, I've never I, I don't think I've ever had the opportunity to really like ask Tony um how that worked and everything. Right. Or even you guys, like now right. that like most people that judge preludes are friends of mine. Right. I if we've never really talked about it. Right. Um and then, like, me specifically, since I only really do the wide shot mm-hmm. at preludes, I'm usually near the judges or yeah, next to the judges, especially in yeah. venues like uh, in Boston, where it's like we're up in the... What's the name of that place in Boston? That's a school. That's, That's a school, right? um, Yeah. I think it's high school, actually, if That's I'm That's like their mistaken. auditorium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, it's a nice-ass right. auditorium. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, like, I'm always curious because... One, it's multiple judges, right? And then now it's got the new sort of like foundational thing, mm-hmm. right? But also what I watched uh, get incorporated and I'd be like, what are y'all, what y'all be saying is the, the microphones, the recording. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> so I've always seen shit like that because my sister, um, my favorite dancer <laughs> is my sister. Um, and growing up, she used to dance for dancing competitions and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I used to always, like, <laughs> I used to always see, like, these dancers, and she used to be a part of Dance World Academy. Shout out to Dance World Academy. Um, she used to be a part of Dance World Academy, so I used to go to competitions, and dance would be on stage, and I would see one long table of judges, and they'd just be like, I'd, I'd, I'd see their backs, and I can tell that they're talking because they're moving their yeah. hands. And but they're too far away to hear each other while the music is going on. So I'm like, "Fuck, are they talking to?" <laughs> and so then later on, I asked my mom. I was like, "Yo, what are they doing?" I was like, "Oh, did they use a microphone?" So I was like, "Oh, word. Okay, cool." So when Tony brought up the idea of having the microphones, I was like, "Yes!" It's like I'm my back in back in my fucking <laughs> competitions, right? So for me at least, yeah, we're in the Bronx. Who shot you? <laughs> um, <laughs> For me, I, I'm the type of dude, I'm a very reactionary type of guy. So if something, something happens to me or I see something that I like or I don't like, I'll react to mm-hmm. it, right? Um, which is everybody, but I, I really, I, I obnoxiously react <laughs> to it. Um, so on the microphones, like I'll be sitting there and I'll see something like, oh shit. <laughs> like I'll, I'll be I'll like I'll acknowledge it and react to it like if I was just like l- actually looking at it with you like I knew you I'll be like damn that was fire <laughs> okay and then like maybe I'll give like if I'll see something that mm-hmm. like you know needs like critiques and I'll start critiquing on it but for the most part I'm just like alright <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's fun though it's mad fun I notice like it's usually Right after um, a team performs, mm-hmm. that you guys are like really mm-hmm. like giving a paragraph. Well, I do it during. Mm-hmm. I do it so as soon as the, the like as soon as they open up, I'll be sitting there like, okay, fucks with this. <laughs> I like this intro. All right, all right. I like your outfits. Like I'll try to like give as much support as I can mm. because the one thing I know about like 
which all these teams, whether they're junior, whether they're adult, like they put time and effort into this shit. Mm-hmm. So I never want to just like that shit was not. Nah, yeah, yeah. No, you ain't doing enough of that. Nah, I don't want to just con- like they know that I'm near the judge, though. Mm-hmm. so I'm I'm always gonna try to support them. Like yo, okay, that was fire. I appreciate this. I like that. You could be doing this though. You you I see I see if you did this, I feel like you could be doing this better. Um, but you know, it's mad fun. I like being because I just I it's easier than just like writing shit down because writing shit yes. down takes time. Like yes. talking, you can just like for sure let that shit out for sure. You know what I'm saying, nah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. I like that though. Like, cause it, and especially when it's rubric criteria based mm-hmm. sometimes it's too black and white right and like you really want to know like the nuances and like right what i did or what i didn't do what i mm-hmm. could have added or whatever um if you're looking at a team right okay and uh i guess obviously based on the the criteria that's given in the judging but like you personally because i feel like pers like Personal opinions gonna come in for sure. to play even with a, sure. a criteria just because people have opinions. For sure. What are you looking for in terms of like uh, a winning team? Like, what do you have to see happen on stage in order for a team to win in your eyes? That's a question. <laughs> it has a question mark on the end of it, yes. That's a question. <laughs> so. I'm a big fan of dynamics. Mm. And I think to have a winning team is to understand what to do and when to do it Mm. and vice versa. Mm. Um, And not even in, in the sense of like, you know, in one retrospect or like trying to get the crowd going or in a different retrospect, like, the pacing of the set, like there's so many factors that go into dynamics, right? So mm-hmm. understanding that, like they're like, if you're gonna start off with a song or a track that's like, um, and this is more so for like a mix set, right? A set with right. like you know, um, if you're gonna start off with like a slow track, you know what I'm saying? Like the next track should kind of like wake people up a little bit, mm. you know what I'm saying? And then like. As they're woken up, they want to feel something there as opposed to just kind of like, and depending on, it, it all depends on what you want to do, right? But for me, dynamics in a, a, a mix is important. Um, but when it comes to movement in general and dancing in general, I think it kind of ties into the same thing. So if there are moments in your set that scream just like energy and like people are going off, whether it's like a, a high footwork part, you know what I'm mm. saying? Like maybe the next part can be very grounded. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, just understanding the dynamics of, and not even just, like, dynamics in regarding, you know, a mix or movement, but dynamics in regarding, like, you know, your own team. Like, Mm. understanding, like, okay. And this, this, understanding your team strength and weakness. Bring it it back. Strength. (laughs) Why is that hard to say? Strength. It's got a G in the middle of it. That's why. It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> Strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Strengths and weaknesses of your own team. Mm. I think these big things, understanding these and like playing with these, can like 
have a big factor in how teams win. Just because, as opposed to just like this set is fire, right? You know what I'm saying? Like right, 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 right. this set is like this, like we got this in it, we got that in it, mm-hmm. this is in it, this is in it. Ooh, this shit gonna go hard, right? <laughs> um, that's fire, yeah. right? But understanding the dynamics of it all, mm. you know, can play a lot into how you like move forward in the competition, yeah. I think. Yeah, and I think like more importantly even than that is the intention behind the mm-hmm. dynamic, you know. See, and that's, and I, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go no, ahead, no, ahead. yeah, because like you can stumble upon dynamics right. by accident, you know what I mean? Right. Like right, you right, can right. literally just say like, oh, let's just do the opposite right. of what we just did. Mm-hmm. But having the, the wherewithal to like know why you're doing it or like, what you're doing and and the purpose of it and like right. i think that's the most important part of that right i agree with that which you were kind of saying without saying the word intention yeah. anyway but yeah i feel like when it comes it's and, and that's the thing that's the hard part about judging mm. as a judge you can't judge based off of intention mm. like you know what i'm saying like oh yeah because it's not like you oh i i see what you meant to do yeah right yeah, right, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. Saying? like like i feel like there, I've I've seen, I've come across judges, or I've heard judges, or you know, got judged by judges <laughs> who would kind of do this thing like oh, I didn't I didn't feel it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and granted, in some retrospect, like that can be very true, mm-hmm. but as a judge, I feel as though. Get my train of thought back. Fuck. Judges judging judges. Judges judging judges. Judges judging judges. Judge, 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 Say that five times. Aaron Judge. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true what you're saying, like, you can't judge just based off of feeling. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there it is. There it is. Yeah. I feel as though, like, as a judge, it's easy for us to be like, yeah, I, I couldn't feel it. Now, Behind, like, if you're, fuck the rubric, I'm not a judge no more. I'm just dancing. Hell yeah. If you can feel that shit, you can feel that shit. But as a judge, I don't think that that's enough. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. don't think, I don't think looking at a team and being like, I didn't feel it. I didn't, I couldn't see what their, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what their intention was. Yeah. I, I can't, like, I feel like that's. As a judge, that you can't necessarily you can, no. You can judge that's them. being an audience member, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And as a judge, that's like the hard part because you want to look at a team and be like, and you can feel it, and be like, yeah, I feel that shit first place. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I feel that mm. shit like, yeah, you got deserved the place. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but as a judge, that can't always happen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like you, exactly look at a team and you can feel it. And you can like appreciate this for what it was, mm-hmm. but this team, this other team, placed first, and this one placed fourth. Yeah. And it was because like even though like they they show what they were doing, even though this team right here, the one that placed fourth, mm-hmm. even though they 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 were they they put a lot of heart into it, you felt it. This one was just a lot more clear than they were in some retrospect. You know yeah. Mean? No, totally. Um, and and there's evidence of that. Like, right. I mean, obviously, you would know better than I, way better than I, and you know firsthand, like, PD is a team that knows how to win. Fucking Project D. You know? Shout um, out to Project D. OD, shout out to Project D. Um, I think it's the right way. <laughs> you should know. 
I, I mean, even, even, even when they were doing this, I still didn't know if it was the right way. I'm not sure if it's Also, that one. might be backwards, too. <laughs> Is it the D or the P? <laughs> you tried. You tried. That's 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 the important part. Oh wait, can I see it? Okay. Wait, can wait, you? Wait, wait. Okay. 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 <laughs> Bang. Bang. Okay. I think this is the right way. I think because this was the most uncomfortable way for me to do it. The other first way I did it was so much easier. But Which means it was, it was wrong. Yeah, I think it was wrong. So I think this is the right way. Yeah. Shout out to Project D. Okay. Od. But yeah, no, like they, obviously they have sets and pieces that will make you feel something. Right. But that's not their intention. Their right. intention is to win. Right. Because it's a competition. Right. And because of their experience, you know, in the competition world, obviously they know what it takes to put a, a winning piece together. Right. Um, I think, yeah, in, uh, in California, in... Uh, in LA for Prelude SoCal. Oh, oh, we got calls coming through. Cause you want to be charging charging phones on the equipment. Should charge you for that. <laughs> Come uh, on, son. Come on, son. Come on, son. You gonna sit there and let your phone ring? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. When we were in LA for uh, for Prelude SoCal, mm-hmm. there was a team. Now, of course, there is a. Uh, an exhibition aspect to right. the competitions, which is totally cool. You know, you can Correct. come, just show your stuff. Don't have to worry about being judged on a rubric, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're entering a competition, you should be, you know, obviously familiar with the, the rubric and, and the criteria because you want to win. Right. Um, and there was a team, and I feel bad for not knowing their name right now, um, but I'm pretty sure they were from Mexico. Um, and they, they were amazing. They were um, like they were so good at what they did, mm-hmm. but it was more of an art piece than a competition piece, mm-hmm. and, and I felt it. I felt every single bit of it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the ru- them's the rules. Yeah, <laughs> like even even as a so with Prelude, you know that they do the the foundation. So each team has to pr- like present like three styles within their their set. That's the new, yeah. Mm-hmm. For as yeah. And, and it's a it's a way to you know pay homage and recognize you know African diaspora and mm-hmm. you know like pay homage to the styles that came before us. Exactly. Um, but I feel as though what was I gonna say? Damn, <laughs> them trains, man. <laughs> what were we just talking about? Well, we were talking about like art versus competition, and like bringing your piece to a competition level rather than just doing, you know, something that people feel, and having to you know play by those rules really. Um, and then you started talking about why was I talking about that? I don't know, but it's a good segue because I did want to talk about. That's fine. Have you have you done that judging role? I gotta stop smoking weed, guys. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. I don't have to. <laughs> Um, have you done that specific judging seat where you're doing the making, you know, uh, checking for the foundationals? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, well, I guess talk about the main difference between being, you know, I don't want to say regular judge, but you know, the usual judge versus, cause isn't it, 
it's deductions, right? Yes. It's not adding mm-hmm. points. Yeah, we're not adding necessarily. We're not like adding on to the mm-hmm. total score per se. We're like we're more so checking for, you know, if props are like some some somebody's hair was like hanging uh, off. If like glasses fall off during the set, if somebody you know trips, like that's even though it's it's an unfortunate thing, it's an, yeah, it's yeah. a deduction, you know. Gotcha. You know, okay. So, we count for those, but aside from that, we are the ones. So what I was gonna say was mm-hmm. um, before, um, each team has to abide by at least three styles mm-hmm. of their choosing for their set, um, and they send it out prior mm-hmm. or with their submission to like if they're competing. Mm. So, and when they get when they send it to Prelude, the foundational judge gets it. Mm-hmm. So as we're looking at, so each team that we we go we go by, so first team is Project D. All right, um, Project D had light feet, crump, and ballet. Mm-hmm. So we'll be like, okay, so these are the things that we're looking for in this set. Now, if they don't have it, I can't really. No, I, I, but if they do, I can judge you accordingly. Right. And then we add. I think it's a max of eight to ten points, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can judge each style accordingly. If like this style only had like two points, you think if this style only had one point compared for you, I think. And I think each style gets a max of like three points. If mm-hmm. I'm mistaken, I don't remember. I got it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> don't don't quote me on any of that just now. Well, well, not all of we'll it, but Tony. some of it. We'll ask Tony. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's a foundational judge. It's 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 a little bit easier. The rubric of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're looking for like specific, yeah, things, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But it's it's harder in the sense of, and this is this has been like a a big thing for this foundational judge seat is who's in charge of letting these teams know like you didn't crump right mm. or you didn't exib- you didn't exhibit light feet correctly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like. So that's that's the big thing. So yeah, it is. A, it's a responsibility. It is. It yeah, is totally because it has to come from a trusted source. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't want like teams being like, "Well, who the fuck are you mm-hmm. to be telling me?" You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good though. It's good that Prelude acknowledges it. I agree. And added that in. Yeah, I, I think there still needs. There's more work that needs to be done regarding like. Yeah. You know, like, but I'm glad that we're starting somewhere. Exactly, it has to start somewhere. Right. Um. So since damn, so then yeah, so that was what last because we just did Boston again. Mm-hmm. So the year before that was the first time. Mm-hmm. So do you remember what it was like being asked to be like? Were you questioning like, oh shit, like, you want me to judge? Like, yeah. Yeah. Because I think for a while, I <laughs> admittedly, I based a lot of like accomplishments on years, if that makes sense. So okay. being asked like, and this is just kind of sort of like a like I thought I was asked because I put in time, right. Mm. Versus like, like a seniority thing. Yeah. Versus like, I want you to be judged because you know some shit. Mm. So and and I think that has a lot to do with you know me on the personal level where like I, I think I'm kind of like I don't know shit, mm. right? But when they asked me, I was just like, oh, okay. What the fuck did I learn? 
in these past like few years that I've been in Project B. Mm-hmm. Like what can what what can I use yeah. for, for this now? So now like all the training and all the things, all the memories that like I've had, all the lessons that I've had being with Project B, mm-hmm. I had to kind of like dig into the archives a little bit and be like, okay, let's sit let's sit with this, you know, like cuz I do know some shit. You right. Know what I'm saying like I've I've been in the yeah. community for for a while. Yeah. You know, so And then also to be in a directorial position right. with a team like PD where like like they they host shout out to Jeff Steve for trusting me with the team at that point love y'all like you got like you you guys hosted and ha- and still host a whole prelude <laughs> like you know what i mean so it's like you were there you you got you got the first hand experience where do you remember um like uh past preludes like being on staff for that with PD? Mm-hmm. Or you were just in like the chore- choreography and like performance position? I feel, <laughs> it's funny you, you ask that. I think one of my biggest, <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> so on Project D, I had goals. Like, okay. As, as you know, a lot of people did. One of my goals was to put a piece on stage. Shout mm-hmm. out to Edson for believing in me. Edson Marie, uh, John A and Ian, and wait, Edson, Jana, Marie, Ian, for believing in your boy, let me put on a piece on stage, 2015 Elements for No Problems. Um, but that was, that, was my, that was one of my goals. My second goal was to be a liaison at Prelude East Coast. I don't know why. <laughs> but I just wanted the responsibility of bringing a team to their room oh, dude, I and letting them know, like, on. hey, you guys are going on next. I wanted that responsibility. Yo. I don't know what it was. No, I feel you. But I never got, I, like, they gave all the liaisons. I was, like, I was sitting there waiting, like, because they call them out sometimes during rehearsal. So I was sitting there waiting. I was like, oh, so-and-so you got uh, Capital Funk. So-and-so you got uh, uh, Cosmic Edge. Mm-hmm. So-and-so. So I'm sitting there waiting. Like, Come on in. <laughs> I want to, I want to, no? All right. But the one time I got it, and that got me really excited. So, yeah, being liaison for Project D. <laughs> no, I, I'm telling you, when uh, when I was in Hip Hop Theory, because uh, we used to host uh, New York, Prelude New York, mm-hmm. I, damn, I don't know if this was my first time being a liaison for nice. Prelude, but one of the first ones that I worked on uh, I was a liaison for uh, Funk Phenomenon. Okay. And who else? Oh, and for Rhythm City, that's who it was. Um, but that's when I learned about Lil Funk. Okay. Because it was the first time New York was doing Juniors, I believe. Okay. And, like, watching those kids tech was one thing mm-hmm. like, holy shit like mm-hmm. these kids are nasty mm-hmm. and then watching them go amazing but being involved like just literally bringing them from the stage to the room it like, should make you feel being, good and it makes you feel like a little part of it you know what i mean yeah, like you get huh? to know them a little bit for the day and then like like i felt good when they won I was like oh yeah yeah that's, just so that's my team yeah, yeah yeah i walked them to their dressing room <laughs> yeah. I, I gave them dabs before they went on stage <laughs> exactly but no, it's fun. Like that's yeah, fun. That's one of those moments where it's like, oh no, I like I love being a part of this community in some way, shape, or form. That's facts. But it'd be stressful though, like 
the prep for the day, like, before teams start arriving and stuff. Yeah. It's a lot, dude. Yeah. I think that was one of the things I dreaded when it came to, like, perform more project either or just go on the competition in general mm. or just dance events in general just, that just gotta wait yeah there's a lot of waiting yeah so for those out there who like want to be dancers mm-hmm. like professional dancers there's a lot of waiting involved mm-hmm. patience there's a lot of patience <laughs> that is facts long and days some can say this regarding life as well yeah <laughs> good point you will not be famous just from tiktok if you learned anything, you, got more. you won't be famous just from TikTok. But no, yeah. Uh, like, I see, and, and that's another thing, too, though, that, like, I'm like, I actually love that part of being on a team or, like, being part of a, a performance. Right. It, it, right, right. I love the whole, like, spending the, mm. the first half of the day, like, backstage or, like, mm. in the house. Just that whole, like, getting ready for it. This is very true. That's one of my favorite parts of it. One of like like going like, <laughs> I think yeah. That's getting food. <laughs> like that's I love that question. That's like that's what, a, what that, are we gonna eat? Yeah, right. That's a yeah. question that like that's undervalued in that moment. <laughs> like granted, like it, there's a lot of waiting, there's a lot of patience, but just that question like what are we getting to eat? And then having to look for something that's around there. Mm-hmm. That that first bite of that food before you what that <laughs> shit hit. I don't care what nobody say, yo. Whatever it is, like you can yeah. be like, I'm getting Popeyes, the nearest Dunkin' Donuts, that fucking Starbucks coffee down the street. Whatever that first hit, that shit hit so good before a dance competition, bro. And and it's always like, showtime is like three, mm-hmm. and you're just getting the food at like two forty five, mm-hmm. and you didn't even eat breakfast because mm-hmm. like you had so much shit to gather before leaving the house. So it's like, oh, I can't wait to eat. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Shit, one, <laughs> one prelude, New York. I was working um, the the projections, uh-huh. for, and this was like I think the first time MJ wanted to try using them. Okay. So it was like the projection and the um, there was like a like uh, like audio branding that okay. prelude had. I don't know if it, I think we still use it sometimes. Audio like dun, 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 dun. prelude. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so I had to work that. That's, yeah. <laughs> and I was do and I was also doing wide. So, like, I had a couple things that I had to be responsible of. Now, this prelude just happened to also be on a holiday, 420. So, of course, like, I, I planned, I planned my day accordingly. Okay. okay I planned would. it responsibly. I, I swear would. I did. I yeah, swear I did. If you're going to smoke on 420, smoke responsibly. Yes. Please and thank if you're going to smoke ever, smoke responsibly. Smoke responsibly. I forgot about the whole food thing. <laughs> what you mean you forgot the whole thing? Because it's prelude. <laughs> and it, eating just either happens or it doesn't. Like, it just, that's true. just how it goes. This is very true. And, and we were just doing our thing getting ready for the show and stuff and then like i'm like well fuck like i had this edible planned out for the show like fuck it it's 420 i'll take it anyway did not eat until intermission which then ended up only being uh, a cold slice of pizza just one let me tell you the second half of that show (laughs) was fire (laughs) 
And I'm sure the teams were good. I'm sure they did great. He was good. But the way I was watching it, he was good. I was on for every team. I was like, yep, they're winning. Next team, nope, they're winning. Next team, they're winning. Yeah, yeah. It was a great, it was a, it was a great second half to a prelude. But that, that's what I'm saying. Like, What prelude was this? This was New York uh, 19, I want to say. Something like that. Damn. 2019, yeah. That was a good time. <laughs> Wait, Gabe, how long have you been in the community for technically? Okay, so – Here's the thing, this is, and this is what we talked about with Edson last time. I I started taking dance seriously in 2008-ish. Okay. Like, I joined a, a neighborhood um, company. Shout out J-Dub. Shout out Mariano. Love those people. But they, the people that do know them know they're great. Um, so, like, that was, like, my first... Like, for real, for real, learning dance. Because, like, okay. me and MJ, we did some, like, bullshit, um, like, comedy dance type shit in, in our middle school talent show. Okay. Um, but, again, that was just, like, fucking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I joined that company. This was, like, my freshman year of high school, 08. Um, do that for, like, a year, I want to say. Okay. While I'm in this company, the, yo, I'm telling you. The way God be working sometimes. Shit. While I'm in that company, right, uh-huh. we have a springtime show as a fundraiser, and one of the guests is Hip Hop Theory. Nice. Nice. Which I had saw them first, actually, when I went to, because uh, um, a friend of me and MJ's, uh, shout out Winston, was in the company already. That's how I got put on. Mm-hmm. I went to watch him in one of the shows, and I was like, oh, I'd like to be a part of this. Nice. Hip Hop Theory was a guest there, too. Nice. What they did, like, I watched it going, that's, that's exactly what I want to do. I want to do that. that. I want to be a part of that. That's what I want to do. And, like, I knew immediately, like, if I ever got the chance to meet these people or, like, mm-hmm. be around these people, like, I would just geek the fuck out. So I joined this company. They're a guest on one of our shows. And, like, again, like, being, like, a fucking, like, fan girl, like, Oh my God, Hip Hop Theory's here. Like, I was a huge fan of them, right? That's fire. Cut to uh, college, mm-hmm. right? I did a year at John Jay. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out, John Jay. <laughs> um, while I was there, I was taking an improv acting class as an elective. And one of, the, one of the people in my class, she happened to be the, I guess, director or captain or whatever the... Uh, position was of the the dance team mm-hmm. dance com- whatever college dance team right. John Jay had right so I had mentioned that I danced in in the improv class so she was telling me like oh you should come out and audition blah blah mm-hmm. so like yeah I'm like cool whatever so I go and I audition it was only like a handful of us that were even auditioning and even in the audition process like it's not that it was a bad experience it's just you talking about like when you feel it? Yeah. I just like didn't feel yeah, it. For sure. For I sure. was just kind of there. Yeah. Um, and not even like on some cocky shit, just like being like, yeah, like I'm pretty sure I'll make the team. Mm-hmm. Also, like when you're a guy, in da- I don't know if you experienced this, but like in, in, in dance, dance <laughs> you're usually gonna be in the production anyway, just because they yeah. need guys. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure like I'll be on the team, whatever. Right. For sure. But again, totally not feeling it. Mm-hmm. To the point 
where I was, I was still, I'll never forget, I was on the bus on my way to class. I get a call, didn't recognize the number. So I'm like, hello. She's like, oh, hey, this is so-and-so from the, the dance team at John Jay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just wanted to let you know you made the team. <laughs> Literally, my response was, oh, <laughs> cool. Like, was not excited, was not like, oh, my God, I get to dance again. Da, 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 da. Just wasn't feeling it, whatever. Did that year at John Jay. Oh, also never attended any rehearsal or anything. <laughs> yeah. I just, again, was not feeling it. So I was like, no. Also just wasn't feeling that school. Like, I knew yeah. I was going to drop out of that school. And, like, I just didn't want to get more involved. <laughs> you made it. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Cut to, uh, I start going to school here in the Bronx at Lehman. Um, and I totally forget that Hip Hop Theory is based Perfect. on Lehman, mm-hmm. right? So I start Damn, my... yeah. fire. Okay. So going. I start my fall semester there. And... MJ randomly goes, yo, you want to dance with hip-hop theory? It's <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> but also what, why, how, when, why? I had all the questions, right? So he goes, oh, um, they're, uh, they're putting up auditions and they're auditioning for their Halloween show. Okay. Um, I found, he found out about it through, um, I, forget, I forget if it was like CC exactly or like, People that were in the Lehman Dance program mm-hmm. um, at the time. So I was like, yeah, that sounds interesting. Fuck mm-hmm. it, let's do it. From the day, from the second I stepped into that studio, the set at mm-hmm. Lehman, I felt it. It was like, oh, okay, like this is, this is where I'm meant to be dancing. Um, That's fine. So totally long-winded answer, but no, <laughs> it needed the fine. explanation. It was the answer regardless. Because like that, I, that hip-hop theory, I consider like actually like getting into the community, mm-hmm. right? But it was short-lived for me. Like I was only on hip-hop theory for maybe like seven to ten months, um, and then I stepped away from dance, mm-hmm. period, mm-hmm. for personal reasons. But like had no connection to dance whatsoever wasn't dancing myself wasn't trying to meet people that dance just mm-hmm. was not connected to dance at all i feel that and that was for a good three four years maybe could have been even five maybe and that's why i when we sat down with edson i wanted to talk about that like five year gap of like what i missed okay so i mean I, I, I say I've been involved with dance since 2008, you know. Yeah. But also, like, again, it's it's a sometimes I'm in, sometimes I'm out yeah. relationship. So it's like For there's sure. a lot of shit, especially about, specifically about the scene itself, this community and this scene here, that I just don't know a lot about. For sure. You know? I know what I know, and I know what I love when For it comes sure. to dance and stuff. But it's, it's, it's fine now, because it's like at this point, like, the people that I do know, you know, it it's the people that I was meant to know. Right. You yeah. Know? Like it's fire it's fire to see that even indirectly hip hop theory was like connected to you in some sort of way. Oh yeah. Like oh, it yeah. was the hip hop theory was always been yeah. there for you. And that's fire. Yeah. Know? I have no doubt in my mind that like all that was like a meant to be type of, like I was meant to see them when I yeah. saw them and then I was meant to join them when I joined them. Mm-hmm. You know? It just the way it yeah. perfectly worked out, yeah. I was not perfect, but like that timing just happened. Mm. And and again, it was one of those experiences where like they they 
they just took me in, especially Mo. Shout out Mo. Shout out to Mo. Rest in peace. Like that that feeling, that's how you know when you feel it. When when you just feel a part of it all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You know? I never forget I, the the first time we ever it wasn't even an audition. <laughs> they were just like, yo, come learn this choreo that we're working on. Nice. And you're in the show. Nice. I, I remember they partnered me up with Unique. <laughs> this is the first day I'm meeting, like all Shout of them. out Unique Clay. Yo, had no idea. This kid, and when I say kid, he that he was a kid. Like I was in college, so that means Unique was like maybe a junior, a senior in high school. Uh-huh. Had no idea. Had no idea. Was convinced he was like either Mo or CC's age, or like mm-hmm. at least in college, whatever. Cause I saw how good he was at dancing, and and like he's fucking tall, so it's like he doesn't look young. Yeah, he's tall as shit. And they partnered us up, and we learned like the first eight count or whatever of the piece, and we hit it real quick. And it, it just so happened that, like, the, the piece had us, like, back-to-back. Back. Okay. And I remember, like, ending back-to-back back with Unique and, like, him, like, turning his head, like, yo, he's good. He's good. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this feels good. I feel like hey, I'm meant to be here. If you get that Unique stamp of approval. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. And I had no boy. idea, dude. This it, white boy's pretty good. Yeah. Like oh, that was, that was, <laughs> yo, that was my whole life. Yo. <laughs> I didn't even know Ronnie at the time either. Mm. I didn't like, I didn't, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't really know anybody or anything. I just knew I like dance. Mm. I like this type of dance. Right. They do right. this type of dance. Right. I like them. Damn. But that's mm. fire, bro. Yeah. Shout outs to you, man. Yeah. But like, I, I missed out on, like, I guess, what well, we called it in actually uh, the Edson era. Uh, like, that Edson time era. period where, like, you guys were starting to blossom, like, your generation mm-hmm. starting to, like, bloom and stuff in your careers and stuff, that I missed out on. Because by the time I came back, um, it was MJ introducing me to Angie, mm-hmm. and then Angie introducing me to Edson, and then Edson introducing me to you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you guys were already, like, established in a sense. Holy shit. We, damn. Mm-hmm. Is, I'm sorry. I'm having one of those 29 moments. Mm. I'm 29, by the way. Congrats. Yeah, my birthday was in May. It's still it May. It is May. My Happy birthday. birthday. May 7th. I'm 29. Enjoy it. Enjoy this, this year while it lasts. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very curious as to what 30 brings, because there are so many people who tell me like 30 is a good, like a good age. I, I hear it. I hear it. I can't wait. <laughs> I to, hope so. I can't wait, I can't wait to cross that, cross, cross that thresh. You're almost there. Threshold. Threshold. That dress hold. English is one of the <laughs> hardest languages ever. Yeah, it actually is. <laughs> nah, but um, you know, it's um, I've I've been shit. When did I start? You been shit. I've been shit. I've been shit. Nah, since don't talk about yourself. 2012. <laughs> I've been I've been dancing since 2012. 2011, technically. From 2000 2012. Mm-hmm. With Project D. That's when I joined Project D. It's now 2023. Mm. I've been doing this shit for 11 years. Yeah. I've been dancing a lot. A lot. A lot more than me. Shit. <laughs> but it's good to see that, like, even now, one thing, I, I think one of the things I'm appreciating now as I get, like, older in, in dance and older in general, like, I appreciate stuff like this. Mm. Like, even though I'm not necessarily like, I don't think that 
moving my body is this gift from God that mm-hmm. I will forever thank God for. And it's, it's given me these incredible things like performing on different stages, going to different places, and it's giving me so many different opportunities in life. Um, but I like the fact that we can press dance on with stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Where we're talking freely about, you know, you're having these interviews with different dancers and different artists and stuff like that. Like, there are dancers and artists behind the camera. There are dancers. You're a dancer. I'm a dancer. Like, and even though all of us aren't necessarily in the same spot with dance or in the same headspace or mindset with dance, I like the fact that artists are coming together to still continue to push push it. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, even in a way that's not necessarily always going to be moving your body right. at the best of its capability. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it's, it's fire to me to like, like I, I, I like shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Like not just talking. Cause I, I like talking. <laughs> um, I realize I'm, I'm a very funny guy. Yeah. A very, little bit. Very funny guy. You are. Right. <laughs> um, no, don't, don't do My girlfriend says the same shit. <laughs> She'd be like, "You're not funny." I was like, "Y'all, y'all bugging the fuck out." I'm, I'm hilarious. Like Kevin Hart with like two more feet, hilarious. <laughs> fuck you. Um, make me laugh. See, that's and that's that's all that matters. That's all that matters. As long as I make one or two people laugh, that's fine. <laughs> JJ is laughing behind the camera. Yes, he is. He's laughing while shaking his head. No. So then, what are you what's what are you saying? What's next? Stand up. <laughs> Stand up can't handle me. Oh, 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 watch out now. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. There's a lane no, for that. A know, dancing stand-up? You know what? No, fuck that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do sit downs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you I'll for be here us. all week. <laughs> I will be here all week. I'm gonna do sit downs. Where instead of doing comedy standing up. I'm going to sit my black ass down on the most comfortable. It's like, uh, it's like uh, 85 South show, with, like my own stand up. Yeah, shout out to 85 South show, uh, Carlos Miller, uh, Chico, and uh, DC. Uh, DC. Um, but it's like 80 because they carry that big ass couch with them everywhere mm-hmm. they go. So I'm gonna carry a big ass fucking like sofa Yo. chair with me everywhere I go, and I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna do comedy. You know who else sat in a chair and, and did a whole uh, stand up special? Who? Bill Cosby. <laughs> I felt I felt the I felt the fuck Bill Cosby in there. <laughs> Where is Bill Cosby right uh, now? <laughs> is he in jail still? Is he? He right? still is, right? So yeah, I get no. an update on Bill Cosby. I, but we we Bill Cosby, we love you, but with the most toughest love eh. ever. With maybe. Eh. I don't like seeing another black man. I love I love the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. But see, but this is this is why I'ma still do the fucking chair. <laughs> bring the chair back. Bring the chair back. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Sit downs. Twenty twenty six. What about chairography? I'm trying to think. What's like a I'm my mind is going in different chairs that I can do different <laughs> types of choreography on, like in a foley chair. Right? Like you could do different shit mm-hmm. in the foley chair. Or you can just do different shit and like, what's that that couch called in the Matrix when that one the Morpheus was sitting on to present the red and blue pill? 
A what? That's not no. An armoire is what cat you could put clothes in an armoire. It's an armchair. <laughs> it's an armchair. <laughs> Wait, no, I thought I thought that was like I thought that was that shit that you do when you like that the machine. A arm, bicep curl. Arm, arm bar. Arm bar. An arm bar is a submission hold. <laughs> oh shit! I don't know nothing <laughs> about nothing. No, nothing about arms. I try to do the chain reaction thing. Oh, like arm bar, mm-hmm. bar arm, closed, armoire, whatever. Uh-huh. What was it? Armoire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think uh, I think of uh, what is it? Uh, buttons by Pussycat Dolls. Pushing up my buttons, but yeah, yeah. I you. Yeah. Isn't there a dance breakdown with chairs in that? Or am I am I bugging? I'm making that up. I don't know. Right? I, I don't. There's chairs in there. Oh yeah. The, <laughs> what I what I uh, what's that chair shit? The fondest thing that comes to my head is, I want to say it was the BET Awards. Destiny's Child performed "Cater to You." Oh. And they brought Terrence Howard up on stage. Yeah. What that shit was? That's I guess that's the fondest chair choreography <laughs> <laughs> that I remember. <laughs> they brought Terrence Howard on stage. Uh. Terrence Howard was dancing with Beyonce. Of course, like on light skins. I mean, light skins got to dance with each other. <laughs> um, who else? Kelly brought up. You remember who Kelly brought up? Tyrese. Was it Tyrese? I don't know. I just thought of like the next like sexiest chocolate <laughs> man. Like, I think I want to say Morris Chestnut was one of them too. That makes especially in that time period. That yeah, makes a lot I think of Morris sense. Chestnut was one of them too. I don't remember, but that's <laughs> for some reason that's the 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 fondest chair thing. Funny story. I auditioned for Magic Mike in London. For real? Yes. That was a fun experience. That was a very fun experience. Um, and I made it to the top six. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like 30 dudes, and I made it to the top six, which was fun. The first round, we learned regular choreography, like dolphin dives, dance on the floor, all mm. that type of shit. Dolphin dives. Right. Um, and then people got cut. And the people who stayed got put into a room. And I remember we were put into the room. We were going over the choreography that we just did. And out of nowhere, we see like 15 women walk into the room. And we're just like, what the fuck is going on? So as, as, as mind you, <laughs> it's six dudes. And we see 15 women go in the room. Six dudes who are auditioning for, for a magic, job. For, right, that right. You have so to impress women with. There was a switch in our testosterone yeah. that went on where we were just like, <laughs> we were we were trying to do push ups for no fucking reason. Like, we were trying to do the choreography and we, we were, oh. But so they left. Like, five minutes later, they brought us into the room and we see the same 15 girls in the room. And we're like, what the fuck? So they had chairs for each of us on the floor. And we're like, all right, we're going to learn some choreography. And the funny part about it was it wasn't like we were learning the choreography on an empty chair. They brought the girls in, they, they, and they switched them out. They had one girl sit in one chair, another girl sit in another chair, whatever the case is. And we're learning this as you're in a regular class. But with these girls, <laughs> like there were moments where we were just like we had to kind of like straddle them. And so, like, <laughs> our privates are just in their face, and we're just looking back at the choreographer. They're like, yep, uh-huh. that's how you do it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. And they do it like that? <laughs> All right. It was so funny. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. Oh, gosh. 
Wait, you said they, they switched them out? Yeah, like so... like, you was dancing on one girl, and then you was dancing on another girl? So, what they would do was, like, they had, like, six girls on the chair. Uh-huh. And then, for, like, maybe, like, an eight count, you would be learning something, going over something with the, the girl on the chair. Uh-huh. And then, like, okay, let me get six more girls. They would get up, and they would bring the six more girls onto the chairs <laughs> and everything like that. And yeah. <laughs> Do you think that was for them or for you? It was definitely for us. Like... For- they have to see how you react to different kinds of women, right? Or they're just like, "Oh, this is all the women can take." An A count, right. and, and that's a, that's Switch it that's up. the thing. So with doing this, you would expect like all these women to be like, "Oh my gosh, sexy men!" Ooh, uh. <laughs> but there were actual women who were just like, "Okay, this is nice." Like they they like they were just it was like hard as a fucking rock to get through them but then there were some that are very just shy and they're like oh my god <laughs> right but they had they, each of them they I, they did it with the intention of like when you are like that type of dancer you know and they call them male entertainers and not strippers because yeah. they they taught us specific ways to grind in women like on women like as an entertainer male entertainer and it's not like rub. It's it's it's, it's a whole science. It's to not this what shit. you think. It's a whole science to this shit. Um, but the cool thing about it is, it teaches you how to you know experience yourself with with different types of women. Mm-hmm. So like when you're if you do get booked for the job or you're at a club and there is a woman that you know you want to bring on stage and they're very shy, mm. you can't just. Right. Force them, you know, whatever the case is. Right. Like there's, there's certain things you got to do to make her feel a little more comfortable. Say, vice versa for um, if there's a woman who's just, like, not that interested. If you're on that stage and you're trying to and she's not really feeling it, you can be like. <laughs> or not specifically that, but, like, you can. <laughs> no, that would be hilarious. You can, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> Deuces. You boring. <laughs> you boring. <laughs> but. Like, there are different ways that you can interact with the women based yeah. on how they are with yeah. your dancing, with, like, you know, while you're doing yeah. what you're doing. So it was it was a really, 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 really <laughs> dope experience. Like, because, you know, it gave this, you know, men... It was just a really dope experience. <laughs> it was a really dope experience. I appreciated it for a lot of things, aside from like the dancing or movement aspect. But yeah, and that chair part was crazy. Oh my gosh! Yeah. How many did they need? Because you said you made like top six. I don't know. I feel like six well, was like the roster that they would need. But that the thing they went to different places in audition. Oh, yeah. Okay. So like I made top six in New York in, in and New I slayed it and everything. They had an interview with me, but then they were looking for other people too. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And I ain't gonna hold you. It was some dudes there that was just like <sighs> You gonna make it. You know you're gonna make it. <laughs> why you why you even show up? Like they came in with their shirts off. Some of them came in like already with see through shit on. I was like we, you know what you got already. You know you're going to get far. Why are you, what are you doing? Me, my skinny Give ass. Give us I, was, I, I ain't going to hold you. I was a little shocked that I made it that far. I was like, I must I must be. This is how I know that I'm funny. Because I got through with my charm. All right? It, <laughs> it wasn't was, the it, dancing. It was, it it wasn't. Wasn't. No, the dancing was great. I could dance my ass off. It was the dancing my charm. But it wasn't. That definitely wasn't because of my body. Because there was some motherfuckers that was built to shit. They were, oh, my gosh. They, they, yeah, yeah. That shit was fun, though. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. That's I've never, I've never thought about that process. I don't know anybody that's been through that process. So 
There thank was, you, thank you for telling me. <laughs> oh, shout out, shout out to my uh, my brother Wani Jawan Walker. Um, he was also he also made top six with me. Hey. Um, and <laughs> it was I remember after that we couldn't stop doing that fucking court that chair choreography. We were in a rehearsal. The both of us were dancing. We were in a rehearsal, and there were Foley chairs, and we just decided to just do it. Like somebody recorded us and everything. Somebody posted on Snapchat some shit like that. We just felt like doing it, so we just, we just started doing the fucking Magic Mike choreography that we learned. It was fun. <laughs> With your permission. And now you're teaching Magic Mike classes. Wow, what a what a journey. That's, that's not what I imagine. <laughs> no, I can't teach no Magic Mike classes. Not even a <laughs> well, I think we're getting the signal. The lights the lights gave out on us. They're like they're like give it up, man. Are we? Su- I got one question for you, Bob. What? What? How do you feel about Jersey Club dance coming to Main Street? Ooh, talk about that. JJ said, "How do you feel about Jersey Club dancing going mainstream?" Okay. And we'll okay. end on this. That's a good one. Fuck! I need a haircut. <laughs> I. And from Jersey, I grew up with Jersey Club. I know Jersey Club heads, you know, and I have conversations with everybody. Like, even though I grew up with the dancing, I didn't grow up with the dance style per se. Like, I like, whereas like compared to like people like E Skills or people like, um, shout out to E Skills or people like Ahmad Cherry, like who who like went to the battles. Who shout out to Jawan Walker, Rob Bynes who went to the Jersey Club out and stuff like that. So for me, I just, I did the 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 dances that DJ Lil Man was posting on shit. Um, but I feel like, I feel like everything has to evolve at a certain point. True. Everything definitely has to evolve at a certain point. But, is that a crippled MJ? Um, so I feel like at some point everything needs to evolve I feel like when it comes to Jersey Club it's gotten so mainstream that it kind of like puts a shadow on Jersey Mm. Um, like when I was a part of Ciara's project, Ciara, or not Ciara's project, but a, a couple years ago, Rob Bynes did a project because he got asked by Jamaica Craft if he could put together like some sort of Jersey Club thing for Ciara's new song, Rooted. Um, and he brought together like a bunch of Jersey heads and had, um, I forgot the DJ's name, but had a, a true DJ, uh, Jersey DJ hit the beat for it. And it, it was so fire and it was so dope that eventually Ciara wanted it to be performed, mm-hmm. you know, on New Year's. Yep. Um, so Rob, Jamaica asked Rob to, to choreograph something. Rob hit me up, Jawan Walker up, Ahmad Cherry up. Um, and the four of us did Jersey Club with Ciara on stage. Now, in that instance, that is a beautiful moment for Jersey. That's a great moment for Jersey. And that's a great moment for Jersey because 
somebody in dance or somebody in the entertainment who was heavily involved in the, the dance entertainment reached out to Jersey, mm-hmm. not just a fire ass dancer, mm-hmm. but reached out to Jersey and was like, hey, like, we want you to put on Jersey Club, right? And then that trickled down to even more Jersey because Rob hit up Jawan, Rob hit up, you know, Ahmad. Rob hit me up. Now, granted, I'm not as involved as Ahmad, Jawan, or Rob, but Rob hit me up for specific reasons as far as, like, you know, because now it has to be on television, so it has to look a certain mm. way a little bit. So he added me for, you know, cleanliness purposes, choreography purposes, you know what I'm saying, um, versus Ahmad and Jawan. I know a little bit more about the how to look a little bit more cleaner on on stage with Jersey Club, right? Mm. Um, so in this moment, I appreciated Jersey Club, and I appreciated Jersey Club being in mainstream mm-hmm. because they went to the source, right. right? Now, I know that even I've I've been in passing, like I've been at like random clubs, and I'll hear a like a, a and I'll hear like a bed spring, and I'm like, who made this? You know what I'm saying? Like, was it J Hood? Was it was it Frosty? Was it was it like any any DJs from from Jersey? Was mm-hmm. it you know Lil Man? Did anybody make this, or was it like you found you you heard this from somewhere and decided to make this? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so when it comes to Jersey being mainstream, it's very tricky because like even people now on TikTok doing like the the shaky shit, which is from Philly, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but club is club, you know. Philly Philly club. And Jersey Club are very synopsis to each other, mm. um, in some some way, shape, or form. Um, 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 but doing the shakiest shit, like you know, what I'm saying, like people doing it the Jersey Club, and even in Jersey now, like doing the shakiest shit now, like, and people on TikTok doing it, mm-hmm. you know, and people calling it like, what's the the TikTok hip dance or the hip TikTok dance? It's like, no, that's not what it was initially called. It's called, you know, what I'm saying, and again. Things need to evolve, mm-hmm. right? But I think at least understanding the source of where everything came from, I'll say you're doing a good job. Like mm-hmm. if, I think, I think Drake for his shout to shout out to Drake. Even though I don't really listen to a lot of your new music, I love you though. You're you're a dope dude. Um, <laughs> um, he had two songs on his recent Honestly Nevermind album that were like very Jersey Club inspired. And it was fire because it was just like, oh shit, you know. And I think, I think one of them was by Jersey Club artist or Jersey Club DJ. Um, but it's, it's just very tricky because I know I know a lot of Jersey Club heads who look at that and been like, I'm not I'm not really feeling like OG Jersey Club has like I'm it's okay, you know what I'm saying? Like um, even for chaos, like oh my gosh. The whole shit with chaos, the the thing, the dance convention. Um, oh, people like were telling me like, yo, I felt like, and and they were like, yo, you got robbed for that. Like, you should you should have talked, you know, because mm. it was just one of those things where it's like, in the piece that I had, there were like actual Jersey Club moves, you know, mm-hmm. Jersey Club versus like a piece that's full out and energetic that somebody can like you know digest. Like, if you're doing gonna do it in Jersey, you're gonna do it to that type of song. You want somebody from Jersey mm-hmm. to actually push the culture a little bit, right? For sure. So there were OG Jersey Club heads. I was like, yo, you were actually putting like Jersey Club moves, and yet why did why didn't they choose you? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, so it's it's tricky, is what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's very tricky. Like Jersey Club being in mainstream, and you know, 
everybody just not knowing where it comes from and like where it originated from, like where that beat comes from, where those bed springs come from, like understanding that that balance that you have to have, like knowing who Kia is, knowing that Kia, shout out to Kia, made the Jersey Anniversary Club song, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like just understanding the source, like I feel like just know a lot of that shit from Jersey. That's all I gotta say. Just know that shit from Jersey. If you don't know what Jersey is, they have a couple documentaries on YouTube, actually. You can search them up. Search up Jersey Club documentaries. You can learn some shit. But, yeah. What he said. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Thanks, Da. Thank you. You're the best. We love Da. I feel like I was talking a lot. And you didn't get to a lot of the questions that you wanted to get no, to. No, that's what that's what this is for. This isn't for me to talk. This is for me to listen. Yeah, exactly. And you're I, I would like one. I like talking sometimes. Times. I like fucking um, with the microphone. Anything? Please, please, I would love that. <laughs> that's a whole nother show. Right. Anything you want to promote? Anything coming up? Anywhere people can find you? Um. Once JJ and I get together about <laughs> where this parking lot is for our situation that's going down it's gonna be so fire just know for if there are dancers who are watching this it's gonna be put out the video can be put out just know just look for that video it's gonna be a fire ass concept video starring jj and myself more so myself but jj gonna be behind the camera and that's gonna be fire jj and doc collaboration another one Woo, don't that uh warm up July 22nd, going to be at that. Cyberite is July, early July, if I'm not mistaken. Um, going to be in Unique's. Unique's going to be performing at Cyberite. So shout out to Unique. Unique. Um, Mr. Clay. Clayson. Um, that's it. Classes. Oh, shout out. Oh, yeah. I teach every, I teach every Wednesday at Modega, 630. Shout See, sometimes Modega. I don't be thinking about plugging myself sometimes. I'll be just, I don't think about it. But every Wednesday, I teach at Modega at 6.30. That's where you, that's, look, that's all you're going to find me right now. Because everybody be asking me to teach in New York, and I'll be like, I'm going to do it. But then I do it, and nobody show up, so fuck yeah. So if you want to catch my class for right now, just go to Modega on Wednesday at 6.30, and I'll be there. Hell yeah. Peace.